had a dream. Almost like a premonition. There's an attack coming. My lord, this war will fall. I need warriors. I'm building an alliance to defend ourselves. How do you know your team's strong enough? If you can't bring down the charging bull, then don't wave the red cape at it. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Zack Snyder's Justice League by the minutes launch spectacular with special guests. Very special guests. Very special guests. If you can believe it, Zack Snyder's Justice League is about to be released to the world because obviously it is the perfect time for the movie to come out because people are at home wishing they could gather together their friends, family, Snyderites. Uh, DCEU superfans for watch parties. Lots of people can't. We are pleased to tell our listeners that you will be able to watch the movie on premiere night with Stephen and I in a way. We are going to have a live commentary for the entire length of the movie. The goal is to have it go live with the movie, which I believe is midnight, the night of Wednesday the 17th Pacific time. Yes, 12.01. That is where all things going according to plan. The commentary episode uh, will be going live. Steven, my, my co-host, was generous enough to allow me to force him to record this uh, watch party <laughs> commentary on just his second viewing of the film. So he still wanted to watch every new minute and soak it all up. And I hate when people talk over movies that I really like. So this will not be the kind of commentary track where you think, oh, okay, I'll have to watch it, and then I'll watch it again with the commentary. We specifically recorded this for a watch party, impromptu, virtual, I guess you would say, a virtual watch party for people who are watching the movie for the first time, specifically to be listened to live for your first viewing, should you wish to see it, with two podcasting friends virtually. The idea is to have something that is complimentary without, like, we're not going to do a full commentary of, you know, we haven't even seen it enough times yet to to maybe give in-depth analysis to anything definitively. We will be doing that, you know, down the road once we've actually done our minute-by-minute -minute approach to the whole movie. Um, and so this is more of a kind of a first reaction, you know, I think watch party is a very suitable term. And so we do our best to not talk over dialogue or really disrupt your experience any more than a friend sitting next to you saying a, a commenter or, yeah. or just saying, whoa, that's so cool, would, uh, you know, any more disruptive than that. I, I will say that if you are someone that understandably wants a 100% silence undisturbed first viewing based on people that I know who have seen it so far, including both of us, there is a very high possibility that when you approach the end of your first four hour viewing, you will be tempted to literally rewind and start again yep. almost immediately. Like no hyperbole. That's what people are. A lot of people, I mean, even the, the, the critics who are like not hardcore fans are like, Oh yeah, I saw it multiple times. And uh, so if you want a silent first viewing, and then you get to the end, you're like, I need to see it again. And you're like, well, I'd like to know what Steven Dice thought about it also. Great. Throw us on for that second listen also. We wanted to make sure it was something that was available to people for their first viewing if that was something they wanted, but also was additive and beyond. You know, it's not just simple color commentary or jump scares or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's as much a comment about us. Like a lot of 
a lot of commentary can be fun for just that reason. But I think people who've listened to BVS by the minute know that if we recorded a commentary track for that movie, we would also not be talking over a lot of it and just be listening to all the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. As if we were watching like a live performance. Any of our BVS by the minute listeners would know there's two different versions of a commentary track on that movie you could get for us. One <laughs> is, all right, now here's the second horse. This one implies that there is a causal relationship between Lex's arc and the parenthood of Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. <laughs> you know, and then that's that's one version. And then the other version is us is us being like, no bourbon, bourbon, yep. no bourbon. He peed in that jar, didn't he? Like, you know, that's... He's making the pee, Stephen. He's making the pee right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that that is so, a very good, actually, selling point. If you, like, if you are watching Zack Snyder's Justice League and see a horse appear and then think, oh, man, I wish I knew, <laughs> I wish I knew what their reaction was to seeing that horse, you have the ability to listen to that in real time uh, right alongside it. Although I will say, while that isn't a full-blown commentary... We do we do comment on a few things, and there's a few really cool Easter eggs that you spotted and pointed out to me that that were I really appreciated since it was just my second watch. And one of my first questions is, is some of these Easter eggs when I have friends who have seen the movie. There there's definitely some cool stuff you will notice. So it's not you know strictly you know making jokes about what Alfred is wearing. I guess in that respect, it's almost like. And by the time anyone heard us talking about Batman v Superman, we'd already seen it like a dozen times at least. So now, before we begin the Justice League by the minute minute breakdown, you can hear in real time the first time I say something and crack Steven's brain or vice versa. <laughs> and that will now probably end up becoming like hours of conversation at some point down the road. And you can be like, wow, I listened to that live. Had no idea how twisted that was going to get. Oh, yeah. Two, three years down the road. Yeah, it's really cool flagging that stuff that's like, oh, we're definitely going to talk about this more in depth when we get to this minute. <laughs> I think sort of on, on that note, as far as our, our kind of approach to this, because of how, how big it is, and like the way it's structured, you know, it's going to be three years before we get to, or however long before we get through the entire thing. We, we Everyone had seen BVS so many times before we started our podcast, and so we didn't feel like there was a need to do anything that's more of a macro view before we started diving into, you know, minute one of the movie. But this movie is brand new. We haven't had to digest it as a community yet as many times. We haven't had a chance to see it even as many times as we'd seen BVS as a result, instead of immediately jumping into minute one of the movie and not giving our thoughts and feelings on the whole thing, we are going to change our recording plan just a little bit to offer some more um, high-level analysis of each of the chapters Yeah. Uh, prior to beginning the minute-by-minute -minute approach. And that way, you know, when you're listening to um, minute one of the movie, you're going to know already kind of what we think about at the end, just not and quite as in depth as we, you know, have been going in, in BVS by the minute. We'll do that when we do the, we'll, we'll do the, the six parts in the epilogue, and then we'll go back and do minute one after that. So that'll be what, seven, seven episodes focusing on each chapter at a time, and then we'll start the, the minute by minute approach after that. Obviously, I think understandably, the Zack Snyder and Batman v Superman fans will appreciate we are going to be pressing pause on Batman v Superman by the minute until we go through this round of all of the parts. Then when we move into the minutes, our, our plan is to have them run concurrently. And, and obviously we, like the listeners, want to give our full attention to Justice League while it is releasing. So we would recommend following both feeds because we are going to be splitting up at some point down the road. For, for right now, you'll find them on each if you're not subscribed to both Justice League by the Minute and Batman v Superman by the Minute, 
the sooner you do that, the safer. Find us on iTunes. Obviously, is big because that's where you can give us a, give us a review, whatever podcatcher you use. Or if you go to uh, SnyderMinute.com, you can find both podcasts there, and there are links to the feeds for you know whatever Android or Apple feed that you need. That is our, our plan. When we were talking about doing the, the commentary, initially we were thinking that it would be a great Patreon content, just because that, that's it's outside a little bit of what we, you know, it's going to be four hours long, right? So it's a little bit outside of a normal episode that we would release. As we talked about it, we realized that as we're kind of kicking this podcast off, it would be something that I think makes more sense to just make available to everybody. And that's, you know, what a, what a great way to kick this whole thing off than a, than a live watch. And so instead of making that something that's Patreon exclusive, we are going to just publish that on our regular feed you know obviously we do appreciate whatever support we can get for patreon that's what allows us you know we're, pu- we're putting four hours of time into recording and then you know as much if not more time into um into editing that together before release you know in this short window that we had so you know any support that we can get you know we appreciate we wanted to keep the things like the you know four hour commentary give that away to people for for absolutely free but then keep the really highbrow content like talking about lex luther peeing into a mason jar that's for our patrons that's for our real fans. Uh, having seen this movie as many times as we both have, it seems more possible than ever that a Patreon commentary of us just letting loose, getting that explicit tag, is probably likely at some point down the road. <laughs> we'll yeah. leave that door open for now, but for premiere night, for, for people's first times and, and the first weekend to, to get in on the fun, um, if you want to watch it with us and see the, the first seeds of this journey, and in a way kind of like start it with us, uh, which is a very cool thing that we didn't really get the chance to do with Batman v Superman, uh, you will be able to find it in your podcast feed. In that same spirit of celebrating this incredible, ridiculous, <laughs> surreal reality that is actually happening, we've had a chance to speak with and kind of connect with a lot of different people that were involved in Zack Snyder's films, including Justice League. We thought while fans around the world are excited and celebrating and counting down the hours until the release, it would be a good time to remember that a lot of the people involved in the project are also doing the same. The best thing that we could do is take those people and have them talk directly to our listeners and basically get out of the way. Yeah, that was really fun kind of approaching a bunch of the different people that we got to meet over the years. Everyone, a lot of people were really busy. <laughs> Understandably, which is a yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah, which is a, it's a, a very good thing. But some people did take some time out of their out of their schedule to record for us and for you guys as we get started off on this project. And most of them we've spoken to about you know bringing on for uh, some longer commentary later on in the in the show as it's relevant to their uh, respective parts in the movie. So yeah, this is I guess uh, <laughs> we'll we'll likely set a record for the podcast um, of the most special guests in one episode. So it's only right that. It should be for the Zack Snyder's Justice League launch spectacular with special guests. Steven, do you have anything to say? But I, the next time people hear our voices, it's going to be either talking about the movie itself or starting to watch it with them. Can, can you believe that? I, as those words left my mouth, that was like, how is this real? Yeah, right. No, I don't. Th- I mean, it's it, it. This is a moment in history. Sounds hyperbolic, but I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, this is a big, a big release, and so I hope that everybody is enjoying the lead up. Or you know, if you're listening to this years down the road, I hope you enjoyed the lead up and <laughs> enjoy the uh, the place that this movie holds. And uh, not only is it exciting that this movie exists and is being released, but also that it's really, really good. We're excited <laughs> to talk about it. But before we can talk about it, we have to see it. So enjoy these messages from our special guests. 
join them in watching the movie as early as you can uh, <laughs> and then as often as you can. And um, whether you're taking that first journey with us, we will see you all down the road soon enough. God help us. Hi, my name is Damon Caro. I am the second year director and stunt coordinator of Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's been an amazing journey from 2013 when we were prepping Batman versus Superman and Zack was walking me through his outline for Justice League's part one, two, and three to when we were shooting the film in London to the horrible hiccup that hit in 2017 through many, let's say, days when our faith was strained and we thought that no one would get to see his version and only the monstrosity that was released in 2017. But the fans never gave up. We never lost faith. Although it may have been strained, on my speaking for myself, many a days, it's amazing how sometimes karma takes the long road around so I am incredibly happy for Zach. I'm incredibly excited for fans and the world to get to view the original Justice League version, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I hope everyone enjoys, and thanks again to everyone who never gave up and always supported this vision. Hello, everyone. My name is Fabian Wagner. I'm the cinematographer on Zack Snyder's Justice League, and... I just wanted to say hello. Uh, I'm very excited to see the movie finally come out after such a long time. Uh, it's amazing what this fan movement has achieved. And I want to thank every one of you for supporting Zach, his family, and all the rest of us uh, over those last few years. It means a lot to to Zach, I'm sure, and it means a lot to me and, and everyone else involved. Enjoy the film. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Stay safe and see you soon. My name is Freddy Bosiegas and I was a stunt and fight coordinator on Zack Snyder's Justice League. This journey began for me in late 2015 when I started work on the film in Los Angeles. From the early prep days sitting with Zack and his team in his office blocking out all the action, to working and filming with a great crew in the UK, and to witnessing an absolutely amazing release the Snyder Cut campaign by the fans, we are now days away from an HBO Max international release. It is 2021 and my journey with Justice League will finally be complete. One of my most absolute favorite directors that I've had the opportunity to work with, I am most excited that not only will Zack's vision be seen the way he intended, but also that Zack got to complete his trilogy of DC films. I hope that everybody loves all the hard work that so many talented people put into this film. I can't wait to watch it and see everybody's reactions. Hey, it's Ray Porter. I play Darkseid in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Man, that's a cool thing to say. I play Darkseid in Zack Snyder's Justice League. What a road to get here. I'm so excited to sit back and to watch this story being told by one of the best storytellers I've ever known. And I'm very excited to see the reaction of all of the fans who've been so steadfast throughout this whole journey, have raised money for good causes, have helped each other, have made some really cool t-shirts and some brilliant art. This is a celebration and I'm very happy and I'm very grateful and I'm very proud to celebrate it with everyone. Hi there folks, it's Greg Draven here. 
I worked on Justice League with Zack Snyder way back in 2016. Now, I worked on the history scene and I managed to step up and be the Viking that buries the mother box. Obviously, we know how that ended. And obviously, in the theatrical cut, very little of the history scene showed up. So I am incredibly excited, not only to have been asked to say something for this fantastic show, but to see our work vindicated in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I haven't seen it yet, obviously. A few of the principal actors have, and they say it's an absolute monster of a film, in a good way, of course. So I am incredibly excited. Now, I'm not sure I'm gonna get to see it on release because I'm currently all over England at the moment filming a couple of feature films with a, with a fantastic indie director, but I will get to see it as soon as I humanly can. I'm looking forward to more of our scenes being included. I'm very excited for the colleagues that I met and worked with on that film to have their work vindicated and I just can't wait to see the vision that Zack Snyder had. Everyone knows that the studio tore it to shreds. We all know what happened with the other director that came on board. I'm not going to talk about him. But I had an absolute blast of a time working with Zack Snyder. And if I could choose to work with any director again, it would unequivocally be Zack. He was one of the most uh, humble, down-to-earth directors I have ever worked with. I'd give anything to work with him again. So guys, I hope you enjoy Zack Snyder's Justice League. Feel free to drop me a follow on my social profiles. Just search Greg Draven. Let's look forward to the release of the Snyder Cut. Stay safe, everyone. Hi there, my name is Allison Crow. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, actor, voice teacher, and occasional soap maker. <laughs> Thank you so much, first off, for asking me to be a part of this. And as for my role in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I recorded a new version of my cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah in tribute of Autumn Snyder. And I am so touched and honored and humbled to be a part of this project that is this beautiful, huge undertaking. I know so many people fought to get this made and it, it's really, really cool to see. It's really amazing what the fans of the Snyder Cut movement did to raise money for suicide prevention and just getting this film out there as I think it was originally intended and so thankful to Zach and Debbie and everybody for having me along and what I'm most looking forward to in the film is seeing it. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't possibly uh, spoil ya. So yeah, I will be right there watching with ya.